You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi everyone, we hope you are having a positive Employment Rights Week. This week, we're into part two of our two-part mini-series about your payslip. Last week, we looked at the things you need to know about what's in your payslip. And this week, we're looking at the regulations that govern how you should receive your payslip. Now, we ended last week's podcast on the understanding that employees and workers are entitled to get a payslip on or before the day you are due to get paid. However, how you get your payslips has changed. In the olden days, payslips were hard copy documents which were given to you in your hand and were either made up of handwritten or folded pieces of paper which were inserted into your pay packet, or someone came around your workplace and handed you a wage slip or a pay slip, which you then had to tear off around the edges to reveal the depressing figures contained in the seal space. Today, pay slips can still be given as paper documents, but you can also receive your payslip as an emailed document, sometimes called an e-payslip, and you can also receive your payslip via an online system where you're able to go online, view your payslip, download it, and then print it off if you choose to do so. The difference between an online payslip and an e-payslip is that an e-payslip is emailed directly to the employee or the worker, whereas an online payslip is accessible to the employee or the worker at any time. But the employee or the worker must go online to get that payslip and they get it by accessing a secure company intranet site where you would be expected to provide your own service to obtain a copy of your own payslip. Many more companies are moving to providing this type of payslip for their employees and workers because of the cost savings and also because of the security benefits and because, well, a bit like online bank statements, Workers and employees are able to access historical copies of their online payslips because the information is sitting there online in the employee or worker's personal online file. Now, there's been a debate raging regarding whether employers have to give you a paper payslip by law. And the answer to that question is that by law, the employer must provide you with either a hard copy payslip or an e-payslip or an online payslip. There is no law that says the employer is obliged to give you a paper payslip. If, however, you're struggling to access an online payslip or you're not receiving your e-payslips, You should mention this to your employer and the employer can arrange for you to have a paper copy of your payslip. But this is entirely at the employer's discretion. Okay, 
So some of the concerns that have been raised by workers and employees who receive e-pay slips or online pay slips centre on whether banks will accept online pay slips for things like mortgage applications or bank loan applications. And the answer to that question is yes. Online payslips are now really standard across many companies, businesses and organisations. And so they are accepted as formal documents because they should have the organisation's logo on the payslip. However, electronic and online payslips downloaded to give to lenders is a much more recent event. And because of this, there are still some lenders who might insist on verifying the documents you provide them as authentic because you're printing a copy of the document to give to your lender. And on these occasions, there'll be very little you can do if your lender chooses to satisfy their own desire to undertake additional checks to determine the authenticity of your payslips. For you... All you need to do is to provide them. Some lenders and other government departments may, however, ask you to provide a letter from your employer to verify the authenticity of your payslips. And that does add another layer of bureaucracy to whatever process you're going through with your lender. But unfortunately, it is something you may find difficult to get around if your lender demands it. Now, one of the downsides of receiving online payslips comes when you leave a company. If your payslips are online, it makes sense for you to ensure you have a copy of all your payslips downloaded to your own computer or your own smartphone before you leave the company. Because once your employment has come to an end, you're unlikely to be able to access the company's payroll ecosystem. You may be able to contact the employer at a later date and ask for copies and the employer should be able to provide you with those copies. However, again, if you need that information urgently, it's yet another delay before you get the information you need. So the best way around that is to make sure you have copies of your own payslips downloaded to your own device or printed off and stored in your own files at home. Okay, so this is what happens when everything works fine between you and the employer. You're at work, you have a password, you sign into the employer's payroll system and you see and maybe download your payslips. But what happens if you're on long-term sick from work? How do you get access to your payslips then? Remember that the employer has a legal duty to provide you with a payslip and that right is contained in Section 8 of the Employment Rights Act. Now, Section 8.1 of the Act expressly states that a worker has the right to be given by his employer at or before the time at which any payment of wages or salary is made to him a written itemised pay statement. And that employment right is further backed up by case law from a case called Coles v John Wood and Company, which was placed on the statute books in 1986. 
And that case law makes it clear that Section 8 of the Employment Rights Act establishes a permanent right on the employer to provide the employee with an itemised pay statement at or before the time at which any payment of wages or salary is made. And that right exists whether or not the employee exercises any claim under it. And what that means is that whether you, the employee, seeks to access that payslip online or not, the employer's legal duty under Section 8 still stands. And that is supposed to mean that the employer must provide you with a copy of your payslip. So if you're away from work on long-term sick leave, the employer still has a legal duty to make sure you receive a payslip whilst you're away from work. And so what's likely to happen is that you should receive paper copies of your payslip or maybe someone will go onto the system and send you an e-payslip or a digital copy of your online payslip so that the employer fulfills that legal duty. But then what you will find is that as soon as you return to work, you'll be expected to fall in line with everyone else and receive your payslips by email or to access your own payslips online. If this is you and you find yourself off sick and no longer able to access your payslips via your employer's online system, you should email your employer as soon as possible and request a paper copy of your payslip or ask for your payslip to be emailed to you. It is still illegal for your employer to fail to provide you with a payslip if you're a worker or an employee, and that includes being a zero-hours worker. And if your employer fails to resolve this breach of your rights, you can bring a claim to an employment tribunal for failure to provide you with payslips in accordance with your employment rights as set out in Section 8 of the Employment Rights Act. Now, to be fair, it's unlikely that a case like this, just containing this particular breach, would make it to a full tribunal hearing. But hey, stranger things have happened. So if that's you and you've brought a case because your employer has failed to provide you with payslips, there would be attempts to settle that case before it came to tribunal via a system called mediation. But if the case couldn't be settled and you went to tribunal and you won against your employer, your remedy, that's the compensation a tribunal would give you, would be equal to the amount of unnotified deductions made against your salary, whether those deductions are lawful or not. And what that means is that a tribunal could award you the equivalent of everything your employer deducted from your payslip for the relevant pay periods where you weren't notified about those deductions. So that could be the equivalent of you receiving as compensation the cost of any tax, national insurance, pension and any other deductions that are on your payslip that you weren't notified about in advance of your employer making those deductions. And you weren't notified because your employer failed to give you access to your payslip. 
Now, of course, as usual, if you feel you've been unfairly treated by your employer, your first step would be to lodge a grievance asking your employer to sort the problem out. And to help you with that, we've included some handy little grievance tips and tricks in a download that you can use to start the process off. Now, if after you've submitted your grievance and your employer still fails to resolve your complaint, then you have a right to bring a claim to an employment tribunal to ask a tribunal to help you resolve the problem. But you must bring your claim within three months minus one day of the date of the incident about which you are complaining. If you miss that deadline, the tribunal can strike out your claim regardless of whether or not you have a valid claim. Those time limits are set in stone, so don't miss them. And that's it for this week. We hope you find something useful that you can work with in this week's episode. Remember to let others know we are here by sharing our content and leaving us a review about the podcast on iTunes or anywhere else where you're listening and where you can leave a review. We'd love you to share your views with us and tell us what you think about the podcast. And finally, you can refer to the show notes where you're listening to this podcast for any additional help with your grievance that you may need. Until next week, thanks for listening and have a great week.